It's Monday. It's your girl Candy K. Lynn. And it's six o'clock, so it's time to pull up. Every Monday here on DFWIRadio.com, we talk sports, hip hop, news. We don't talk about people, we just talk about the headlines. So right now, I am by myself for a few moments. But it is Monday, and it is plenty of to talk, it's plenty to talk about because the Cowboys got a win on Sunday. So with NFL season back, we will be talking the Dallas Cowboys today. We will be talking the Seattle Seahawks, New England's Patriots game that was on Sunday Night Football. We'll also have a chance to go into talking about LeBron James and his thoughts on the MVP selection with Giannis winning the season's MVP while the Lakers are on their run and quest for a championship, the first time in a playoff appearance in oh, since 2010, I think. Um, so we have a jam-packed show today. I'm not sure where Mr. Shaw is, but I do want to go ahead and talk about the Dallas Cowboys. So everybody knows that I'm not much of a Cowboy fan, but I do want to see the Cowboys win. See? So, you Cowboys, what did you think? Time you give somebody four turnovers. I mean, that's that's what the score should look like. The Falcons one didn't finish the deal. Well, yeah. Look, we But we talked about last week, we talked about Atlanta's going to be Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I keep we hearing that. We talked about that last week in the show, and uh, Matt Ryan's leadership on that team, because obviously there's, there's always a lack of closing, right? We saw Atlanta lose the Super Bowl. As far as the Cowboys go, I woke up to, like, frustration yesterday because I was asleep. And the second half of the game, you saw the Cowboys kind of turn it around. I think there's a lot of talk about Dak Prescott mm-hmm. um, and his ability to lead. I think Dak is a leader. I think there are some skill sets that can be re- retuned. Yeah. But overall, the Cowboys pulled it together in the second half, and they looked like – they look like a decent team. We know in their division they have the potential to win it. Dak has never had quit in his heart. You have to give him that from day one. He's never had Agreed. quit. And, you know, me and my friends joke about our squad and say, you know what, if we just ran a two-minute the whole damn game, we'd probably be undefeated. You see what I'm saying? Agreed. So it's just the craziest thing. But I want to give some um, support to um, to Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan, you know, he, he, he takes a lot of heat. But to me, Matt Ryan is the strong point. You see what I'm saying, though? Matt Ryan doesn't play defense. So, and Matt Ryan's not sitting there looking at the damn football being kicked 10 yards like it's a bomb and going to explode. Did the Falcons not know they can jump on the ball at any time? It's just the Cowboys had to wait 10, 10 yards before they could touch it? I, see, that, that was our question here. My sister and I were talking about that yesterday. I don't know sometimes if – I don't know sometimes if the players' basic fundamentals get lost or that it's the fact that it's a big game and they're waiting on somebody to lead, I have no clue what that was about yesterday. Like, it, it made no sense to everybody who knows football that was watching the game of why Atlanta didn't lay on top of the football. That that stuff you learned at, like, 7 and 8, I thought. Yeah, it looked like, to me, whoever number 87 was specifically, when I watched it over and over and over, it's like he was waiting for it to go 10 yards like he had to. Right. <laughs> I was like, bro, you could have been jumped on that ball and the game would have been over. That's all you had to do was lay on and, – and, <laughs> But I'm sure that was said in the huddle, right? I'm sure they prepared for an onside kick due to what the score was, the fact that a field goal would win the football game. Right, in right, the right. Huddle, I'm sure the coaches said, on an onside kick situation, just lay on the fo- on the football. Don't scoop, 
Don't scoop and run. You're simply laying on top of the football to end the ball game. We need possession of the football. I'm sorry, Candy. They look confused. The Falcons look like they were also waiting for the ball to go 10 yards. Who, Mr. Shaw just walked in the building as well. I'm in the building. If you saw number 87, Mr. Shaw, he did this when the ball went. He did this and kind of scooted back. Did it look oh, like almost so he wouldn't touch the ball? Did it kind of look because I didn't I didn't get to see the game, bro? So did it kind of look like last week when uh, the Saints and the Buccaneers were playing, and the, the Bucks messed up the onside kick, or was it worse than that? They the whole Falcons crew did this, bro. Here's the ball, and they kind of got away from it like it was gonna explode. Yeah. So the Cowboys, hey, we just jumped on the ball like, oh, yeah. okay, because number eighty-seven. If you watch, it, if you go on Instagram, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. The ball comes pretty much to him, mm-hmm. but he kind of scoots back like he felt like, oh, I can't touch it within ten yards. Yeah. That's poorly coached players. For sure. Nah, for sure. That's poorly well, coached. Hold on, hold on. Let's say this. Let's say this. You in the NFL. At this point, you should know the rules of the Bro, game. Bro, you've been playing football exactly. probably for more than half, more so, than half so, your life. So we're not just talking about coach. It's I always say this. Game situations. If you're in the league, no, 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 let me take that back. If you were a senior in high school, you're supposed to know the game situations. Yeah, you in junior high, you know that. You're supposed to know game situations. So you know whatever the case may be, you get the ball. The ball pop up in your face, you fall on the tree, you got to wait for nothing. You, you the onside I mean, but, kick team. But onside kick is common knowledge, right? Everybody knows this. A coach shouldn't have to say, hey, man, remember to jump on the ball. You know what you realize? What's that? Common knowledge ain't really common. I, I, I'm starting to see that, though. There's a lot of people don't got it. I'm starting to see that because you know what? You can pick out of any play that said, oh, we could have won the game. We Julio Jones could have caught. Man, you jump on the damn ball, the game is over. Yeah. Ain't no that's, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Like, Julio didn't even have a big game. Two catches. That's, yeah. That's it. Was that's that, that, that by scheme or? Um, man, he, he. you know what? And uh, I'm going to let Candy get, get in because she's been trying to. I think he had an injury, bro. Like, real talk, I think his ham or something was wrong with him yeah. that entire game. Like, it was like halfway through the game. From that point on, he wasn't the same. Something was wrong with him. I said, like, who the hell had two kids? Yeah, and, and, and the one that could have sealed the game hit him right here in his hands. Yeah. Hit him, yeah. Hit him, That's hit him the in his one hand. he pulled up on that he had that. That was it. That's injury it. Maybe afterwards. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah, remember, he laid down on the ground and then he went to the sideline. So it looks like maybe it was a hamstring injury. But I mean, for me overall, like I said, we, we're, we're talking to Dallas Cowboys if you guys are just joining in on the show uh, live um, or you're listening. The Cowboys have the Washington football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the New York Giants in their division. Saquon Barkley is out with an ACL injury. Okay, the Giants were were under center with a new quarterback. We know that Washington and Philly look shaky week one, week two. Yesterday's win, um, the Cowboys need to rally in the first half. They can't wait to the second half. They scored 10 points in the first half yesterday. All 10 points coming in the second quarter. Do, little bro? Uh, say that again? No, keep going. I was talking to Kurt. Go ahead. Yeah, so they scored 10 points in the, fir- in the first half. You know, they got outscored 29 to 10 in the first half. They turned around and put up 30 points in the second half, 16 points in the fourth quarter. Dak threw for 450 yards and one touchdown, right? I don't know. I, I think that the Cowboys – have the potential. And they had three turnovers in the first quarter? In the first half, yeah. You got to start off faster. Plain and simple. The Cowboys got to start off faster if they want to win games. And they want to be good. Now, you just ran through the division. The division not that good. That's what I'm saying. Right. We, the, the Giants got beat yesterday. But you the still Red lost the division last year, and it was still not that good. So, again, you, like you say, uh, 
you just gotta come out and be focused. You can't turn the ball over. The defense gotta defense gotta come up with a couple more stops. You can't give up that kind of points. But then, you know, like somebody said, they was we was on the field a lot yesterday, right? So you okay. can't can't really put on defense if the offense turned the ball over and get three it up. So yeah. So and it goes. Um, I think it it creates a scenario where we're having a conversation as we basically said it's the whole Cowboys team. When you have the potential, and I think people sometimes don't understand what you need to do, the work that's required for you to actually see the greatness that lives within you. Because I do believe that they have it. I just think they're, you know, and and as you said, it's it's an offense, defense on both sides of the football where everybody has to do their, their job. You you have to do your job and come together um, to get it done. And that's just the reality of the situation with that. So, you know, the Cowboys – a one and one right now. So we know we have a lot of Cowboy fans that listen. Um, the next game that I wanted to talk about is last week we talked about the starters and the, the black quarterbacks getting the starts in the NFL. Last night, Sunday night game. Did you see the game with New England and the Seahawks? I saw that. I, uh, I kept up with it. I watched, I watched it in between watching the Lakers and the, uh, and the Nuggets. Okay. So before we before we go into that, let's just, let's just talk about it. And we talked about it last week. Let's talk about silently how, and, and you say that's one of your biggest things, the reason why Dak can't make more than Russell Wilson. Let's talk about how Russell Wilson is like a quiet assassin in the NFL. Like, he quietly does everything that he does. Um, he threw for 288 yards yesterday, five touchdowns. He had one interception. Russell Wilson plays such controlled, calm football. Mm-hmm. And last night, I mean, down to the wire, we knew that Cam was going to keep the football. Mm-hmm. We knew um, on the goal line, Cam has the football. You can't ask for better football than that, especially after not having a preseason. Um, I thought we got really good football last night, as you said, as we flipped back and forth between the Laker game and the Nugget game that also came down to the wire. So what were your overall thoughts about um, Cam's performance in his second game as a Patriot. But not to have much, he 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 doing you know, Cam doing a lot. I did not. I always thought Cam was gonna go ten to six anyway. I thought still he was gonna go ten to six. I feel like he uh, the offense they changed the offense to fit him, right? That says a lot about Belichick. I feel like they're gonna be okay. He still don't have a lot of weapons. He's taking advantage of Julian Edelman, but Cam seems happy now, right? So he's he's playing. A happy cam is the best cam you can have. You want a happy cam. You want a happy cam that's in tune in the game. He wasn't happy in uh, Carolina, right? So I feel like he's happier now. The Patriots are going to be okay. They're going to win their division, right? They're going to they go be perfectly fine. They're going to win their division. Um, I, 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 From last night, all I can say is, right, you, I didn't expect for them to beat the Seahawks. Russell Wilson has had his team. Russell Wilson doesn't really need big names. Russell Wilson is gonna make things work. What he got, right? Loki forgot one of the. Uh, he got one of Florida's receivers on his roster, Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain is gonna be good for Russell. Russell f- f- Russell Wilson will be great for Freddie Swain, right? Great route runner, get open. Russell Wilson don't need a big name. He just needs you to be able to get open and, and catch the ball. So Cam Russ, I knew it was gonna be a good game. That was one of the games that was hard for me to pick. But again. When you got young black quarterbacks who are using their brain, 
the young, the black quarterbacks before, if you wasn't Randall Cunningham, Warren Moon, you know what I'm saying, you, you didn't, Dante Culpepper's, the Quincy Carters are the ones that made it hard for the young black quarterbacks, right? Then Michael Vick made it cool again, right? Kyler Murray is telling you that, hey, you know, you might want to get one if he can, because Kyler Murray not afraid to run. That's that's what makes him say, hey, I might be better than the rest of y'all because he's going to take off. Well, Cam does too because Cam has as many touchdowns as they were saying rushing yards. Well, they they run it. So. You know what? They running him right. They're they're using. They changed the offense for him. Like how like how uh, the Ravens run the ball with Lamar Jackson. Right. Kyler Murray is just quick, fast, and he can make every throw. Like again, I never had a problem with the young black. I had a problem with the Jamarcus Russells of the world. Right? I mean, Jamarcus Russell had a problem with Jamarcus Russell with the level of talent. It's about learning the game, right? So we've seen Cam evolve as a quarterback. We've watched Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson stays in the pocket. He understands, you know, football. He takes off what he has to. Cam takes advantage of his opportunities. But I do believe Cam has also had an opportunity to sit down and do a little bit more studying of the game. So as you said, everything that they do is calculated, understanding where the defense is going to be because you understand the defense. You understand who's coming for you. Um, you see that they're, they're, they're sending them a lot quicker, right? I saw that yesterday in the Texans game. You, you are coming for the quarterback. Like, they came for Lamar Jackson. So you're either going to find your open target so that we have an opportunity to, to see how accurate you are with your arm. But if we're coming at you, we know you're not going to be able to take off. And you don't want your quarterback scrambling on every single play. So I think that's what we're watching. We're watching these quarterbacks evolve and change how the quarterback is positioned is played. You don't have to stay in the pocket, but you also need to utilize the pocket to hit your receivers, as you said. So I think I think so far we've gotten good football, mm-hmm. um, and each of their styles is different. I think that's what I enjoy most about it. What I watch with Lamar Jackson is not necessarily what I see when I turn around and I watch Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. what I see when I watch Russell and Cam on the same, you know, on the same field. Russell Wilson threw yesterday a touchdown, and Cam was on the bench, the reaction. I said, oh, Cam is over here stargazing, right? Because it's one of those moments that when you're playing against each other and you're watching greatness happen, like you can see it in them when they see the other one do something. So it's like, okay, I got to get back out here, and I got to match this. I got to lead my team down the field and, you know, make something happen. And we talked about that. The first half of the Cowboys was slow, but in the second half, we saw a different Dak Prescott. We saw a Dak Prescott stand up, command his team, lead his team up the field, get them in field goal position to be able to win the football game. So I, I'm in, I'm loving how we're watching these quarterbacks evolve, and as you say, how it's becoming cool again. But they're also showing that it is important to understand what your plays are. What did you say? We've all we've all argued that Tom Brady was a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. Teams that are great build systems. For your quarterback. So what did you say? So we have a happy cam. We have a Lamar Jackson that has the ability to grow based on what it is that he already does well. So I think those are all highlights for those players as they improve. Now, tonight's game is for all our Who That fans. The Saints are playing the um, Las Vegas Raiders tonight on Monday Night Football. So... There's another team. What do we say? We talked about Washington last week. How they're the Washington football team. We got the Las Vegas Raiders tonight. So, what I figured you would be excited about today, Mr. Shaw? What's that? 
We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference final. But I want to, before we go into that quickly, I want to talk about LeBron James's comments on the voting for the MVP and the basically the fact that he said he was pissed off. What did you think about his statement? Hold on one second. Um, how did I feel about his statement? Yes. Uh, at, at, was he wrong? I feel like he was right. Right? Like, we let's be honest. I, I said this, and I stand on this, and I believe this. The MVP vote shouldn't be done until at least the second round of the playoffs. Right? Like, and everybody going to say, oh, it's a regular season. Award. Regular season don't mean nothing. We giving you the best player. We give you... We, you telling us Giannis was the best player in the league this year and the best defensive player in the league, but his team wasn't good enough. Because, again, MVP means you make your team better. He make his team get out the second round. How do you make your team better? So he only made his team better in the regular season. That's why, that's my really, that's my biggest problem with regular season awards. We giving it to players who had the best season. Don't the best season mean playoffs and the regular season? Well, see, and, and see, so here's where I sit differently with LeBron. And I think LeBron needs to understand his place in history, right? I think that LeBron should have verbalized how he felt, okay? One, that starts the conversation. The MVP is for the regular season. It's not an award that says, what did you do for your team in the playoffs? It is about what you did for your overall team during the season. So for Giannis to win the MVP, I don't think that – I think that Giannis deserved the MVP. I think that LeBron is sick of being disrespected by the voters, right? So to to get the number of votes that he that he did, um, the lack of votes, I think is what fueled his fire. And in the process of fueling LeBron's fire, we have to understand, he has to understand if you go back and watch the documentary with Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, Michael didn't win the MVP all the time. He used it as fire as a motivating tool for himself to play harder. Man, to we be talking about the only difference between Michael and LeBron, LeBron 37 leading the league in assists. Like, Michael was probably leading and scoring, but LeBron was – LeBron do everything for his team. Only thing LeBron don't have to do for his team is score. He finally has allowed AD to do that. And all I'm saying is, like, Giannis' numbers are good. They are good. But but hands down, the Lakers had the Lakers roster isn't that good, right? And they still in the playoffs. Players that are over thirty years old. You say what? Um, that's one of the things they they highlighted. LeBron and Dwight Howard are in like year seventeen. No, seventeen. Rondo's or 16. in like seventeen year or fifteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, Rondo's like in year thirteen. So you know, Jr. Smith got to be in like year twelve plus. You know what I'm saying? Like Jr. Smith. Uh, Danny like Green, he, Danny Green, got to be in your ten plus, yeah. right? So, but here's the thing: like I said, Clyde Drexler won the MVP. Michael Jordan went through the exact same thing, and I think that LeBron is just simply using it, use it as fuel um, to light the ignition. Because ultimately, he will be if if the Lakers can pull out this championship, LeBron will have three championships with three different teams. Now, I know people will go at LeBron for that. But you've got to give credit to where credit is due. I'm not a LeBron fan originally, but I respect what LeBron James has been able to do. He's 36 years old. If he wins, 
you know, and, and who says he's going to win the MVP, you know, in the play in for the, the championship? We don't know. But I do believe that he was right for being vocal. I do believe that it is a slight bit of disrespect from the voting committee at this point. Um, and those are things that sometimes happen. But what the Lakers did last night was your guy, your guy did what a star does when it's time to take the big shot. See what he said after he hit the shot. What did he say? Kobe. Period. You practice, you practice, and when it's time, you rise to the occasion. Anthony Davis took the shot. And last night, that's one of those ones that we will see. Um, that was his legacy. In, that was like that was the basketball. That's how you become an icon. Let me tell you. That's let me tell you. Let me tell you who loved that shot the most. John Calipari. John Calipari. He. I'm telling you right now. Kids gonna come in. He gonna show him that. You want this? What you want to do? You gotta sacrifice. That AD hitting that shot is again. I I speak Kentucky. I yell Kentucky. Whether y'all want to listen or not, I'm putting y'all on game. John Calipari will use that to recruit. You know what he gonna say? He gonna say, "Look at Anthony Davis in the league right now." Averaging thirty points in the playoffs, but he but he, but here he took nine shots. This can be you, but you have to sacrifice. I mean, that, he, that he, is he, the prime oh, example of what he gonna use. He gonna say you if you want to be Anthony Davis, you got to sacrifice. I mean, he has a whole um, playoff booklet right now of but, uh, but look, but look, and, you don't even got. And again, what he gonna say? You got to sacrifice on the well, Miami yeah, Heat saying, roster. You got on that team, you got. You 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 got Murray. You've gotten things that all of that comes together. But when you go and you're prepared for those moments, Anthony Davis also Charles Barkley asked him last night about being aggressive early on. Uh, what he said before, see, and, and he should have told Charles Barkley to suck my penis because he was just, Anthony Davis is Derek Coleman. You know, he good, but he not aggressive. He not this. He not that. You know what he came out second half? Hit every. Everything you need him in. He scored the last 10 points for the Lakers. Right. And the thing is about me, and so for me in aggression, it is everybody has a part to play on the team. We also notice how the Lakers' energy shift once Rondo came back. Um, Caruso played good basketball last night. You need your point guards to lead. The Lakers have a team that has a combination of, like I said, you have a veteran, Dwight Howard, that has played good basketball. Like, let's Let's tell the truth. He's bodied. He's, he's, he's beating Jokic on the inside, beating him down and frustrating him. Dwight picked up a technical last night. You're, the key word that you stated about what Anthony Davis did at Kentucky is the same thing that Anthony Davis is doing now. We know right now that LeBron James is the greatest player in the world. Anthony Davis has the potential to be that. But Anthony Davis is not greedy. He doesn't, he doesn't take shots that aren't necessary. He doesn't hold on to the ball too long. So I think that the aggression for someone who, who never really had to be aggressive, I think that it will come in due time. I feel like as he learned. Evolving as one of the greats. I just feel like he's learning right now. Yeah. Right, but sitting, that's okay, right? He, he's sitting, he's sitting by, he's sitting he's by LeBron. He, do that. he learned from LeBron. He understands it. Like, Anthony Davis, again, it speaks volumes to the type of person you are, right? I want Kentucky players. That's that's what I'm looking for in life. That's what I'm trying to build around. I'm trying to build around Kentucky players, players who are willing to sacrifice to win, right? That's what that's what I say about are you willing to sacrifice 
to win. And I feel like with what Anthony Davis does as a player, Anthony Davis is going to take less money so they can get somebody else over there so they can win some more. I guarantee right. you. I get. I guarantee you. He will. T- he can probably get the max the extension, and he probably be like, well, what's going to be best for us to win championships? Because again, you go to Kentucky to win championships. Once you get to the league, what Devin Booker said, he he said he want to reach the playoffs again. They missed it this year, but I guarantee you they're going to be fighting to get in. Right? Like, all the Kentucky kids want to win. That, that's right. what you're getting out of. And the- is the Lakers are the Lakers are up in the series. Yeah. The Lakers cannot afford to play with Denver. One thing about the Lakers that I've realized is they do not put their foot on the gas. When they have an opportunity to run away, they need to run away with Denver because Denver refuses to lose. Yeah, you they might not, not get that chance no more. Game one was the game one you ran away. After that, it's going to be a fight. It's you in the bar. It's wrestling but you the in Lakers, the steel cage. The, LeBron James was on the bench with seven minutes on the clock. Jokic was out of Jokic was out of the game, and the Lakers went to a small ball offense. There are a variety of things that I saw that the Lakers did yesterday in the fourth quarter where they took their foot up off the gas. So Denver is like, okay, here's my opportunity. That that's what the Lakers need to understand. Well, LeBron ninety, you know, what I'm saying he might have needed that break. What was the la- think about it? When was the last time in the NBA playoffs LeBron James was able to sit down in the fourth quarter? Well, LeBron needs to sit down, but LeBron doesn't need to sit down when Jokic is sitting down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee don't need to be off the floor because you create additional space on the floor. They're going to get the the rebound. Jokic is out. You're dealing with Plumlee at that point. You know that Dwight Howard is is going to outrun Jokic and Plumlee. So utilize your bigs when LeBron goes to the to the basket to get your points on the inside, to be able to get your uh, your offensive rebounds as well as your defensive rebounds is all that I'm saying. So I just don't think that Nick Vogel used um, his opportunities wisely because they blew a 16-point lead. So those, those are my thoughts on that. And before we, get, before we um, go out of break today, Celtics and Miami, that's going to be a dogfight. They're 2-1 Miami. Boston got a win um, after having an explosive situation in the locker room last week that's been the talk um, of the town. Mm-hmm. And, you know, game four is scheduled for the 23rd was Wednesday. Wednesday. Game, huh? Wednesday. Yeah, game four is Wednesday, 7.30 Central Time, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Miami's scrappy. Miami is scrappy, they're not scared, and they just play a consistent team game. They stay at their tempo because Boston likes to run. Miami is one of the slower tempo teams in the league. You've seen where Miami slows down and keeps Boston in the half-court offense, which it's hard for for Boston to handle, just like I was saying with the Lakers series. The Lakers are a fast-break team. If they can get 16 in fast breaks, Denver can't play with them because Jokic cannot run with Anthony Davis or Dwight Howard. He cannot run with the bigs. Uh-huh. And it's, it's the same thing that you're saying over in Boston. If Boston has to sit up in a half-court offense, we see the difference in the production of the play. They're just going to be a dogfight. It is. It's going to be a dogfight. They got game They got game three. Um, and could, truth be told, Boston could be up to one. Just being truthfully honest. That Boston, that Boston, Miami city. But again, I've been on Miami all season long. I remember it was a story about eight, nine months ago, maybe ten. It was Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, and Bam. 
and they was talking about how they got along. And Jimmy Butler basically said, I love it here because my first day here, I could be me. He said, my first, they were talking about how they was playing games. He said, he said, I respected Tyler from day one in because I said, I'm guarding him. He said, and he wasn't scared. He came at me. He went at me. Jimmy Butler told it how Tyler Hero wants to be like Devin Booker. Devin Booker is Tyler Hero's. That's, that's who he looks up to. He said, when they played Phoenix, he said, nah, he mine. Get off him. Get off him. Devin Booker belonged to me. That's who I'm guarding. That's who I'm going after. It's the mind. It's the instinct. But I believe that Boston has more of the superstar. Jason Tatum has to be the superstar. Jason Tatum has to take his shots. Jalen Brown showed us that he got superstar potential too, right? But he has to want it. The biggest That's problem is Kimber Walker. I've been saying this, nobody listen. The Boston team is the same team that we sitting over in the summertime. The exact same team we sitting over in the summertime, and I don't think they play, right? The same team had no kids from Kentucky on it. I'm not knocking Kimball. I'm not knocking Jason Tate. You got to be willing to fight. You got to be willing to fight when it gets tough. This series is going to get tough. The one thing we know about Miami, they're going to fight you, right? Again, the block Bam had, I think it was more impressive because he didn't touch. He, he, he used the, the left hand and he didn't touch Jason Tatum's body. Right? At all. It, it was impressive, right? Tyler Hero, he's he not afraid to shoot the ball. Most rookies, how many rookies do you know going to pull up and transition? He pulling up I mean, like he, you, he pulling you, up you like he's Steph Curry. Perfected that shot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Once you perfected that shot, then that's when you have the opportunity. You can pull up and transition. You know what you're capable of. Boston needs Jalen Brown to play big. Period. You know, and and when you have you have teammates that are willing to tell you you have to play big. That's the deal in the Boston series. This is a time where we're saying, like I said, we're seeing a different NBA. All these young players are coming into their own. The big names that have been the big names, they're not here. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the big guns, mm-hmm. right? Everybody else are stars that have individually been building as stars that we don't get to see. So Jalen, the, the Murray, uh, we, know, we know Jokic has been a star. We know Jimmy Butler is a star. There's no KD. There's no Steph Curry. There's no Klay Thompson in the series. Everybody has an opportunity. Jason Tatum, Tatum is becoming. He's. You guys are the future of the league. So the biggest mm-hmm. thing is you have to have heart. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing for Miami. That's what we're seeing for Denver. That is going to be the thing. I think LA's better in leadership with the LeBron James on the team. I think that they have more talent overall as well. You know, we, we do have I don't to even look. think that. I really, I, we looking at rosters. Denver and Miami got better rosters than everybody else in the playoffs. Because the one thing about they Denver and Miami. They have young rosters, though. Huh? They have young rosters. Yeah, but they have more. The Lakers don't. The Lakers roster really ain't that talented. You got AD, LeBron, and Rondo. Can't nobody else create their own shot. It's not like that with Boston. Drogic can get his own shot. Jimmy Butler can get his own shot. Jay Crowder, if need be, can get his own shot. Tyler can get his own shot. Bam is creating shots for everybody. The the Lakers just had the best. They have the most talented players. AD unguardable. AD unguardable, and at this point, he feels like he can make any shot he takes. Right? Look at the Danny Green. Danny Green, like I told, like I told my partners last night, KCP gave you 18 first game. He probably had 10 in this game. Danny Green probably gave you seven. Right? The White, the White, and Javale not there to score. They there to play defensive rebound. 
You getting your points. Right. But we know those. But we know those two things are very, very, very important. True, but scoring is important too, and you ain't getting much of that from the Lakers roster. That's why they had to add somebody like J.R. Smith, right? That's why they kind of right. missing Avery Bradley. Smith like that, but Caruso is. You know, you have players that. I, and I, that, hey, Alex Caruso get mad love for me, but I, hey, look, you know why he guard Jamal Murray? Because he played at Texas A&M, and he used to give Jamal. Try, I know Alex Caruso because he used to be on Jamal Murray like a wet blanket. And I just said, who is this white boy? Why is this white boy being Jamal up? Like, hey, Alex Caruso being here, my before the league. Before, I knew the Lakers, I knew the Lakers caught a steal when they got him. Cause cause he don't need the ball. He gonna do whatever you tell him. And he played defense, right? Right, and he's tough. I mean, and that's just the reality of of what it's going to take to win a championship in the NBA. Is the it's going to be the team who refuses to lose. Man. It's going to be the team that has the stars that step up, and they understand when it's time to get buckets. Period. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a perfect way to get ready for break. So as we wrap up this first half of pull up, it's your girl Kate Taylor, and we'll be right back.